Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Dave Helmbrecht, and this is the intro to episode 102, January 2nd. Keeping them coming, you guys. Uh, huge shout outs to uh, Victor, my buddy Victor. We're talking about doing a podcast together on uh, MMA and, and, and just fuck whatever, dude. Victor's he's an interesting guy. But Fuck this intro, it sucks already. You know what? No, keep going, Dave. Keep going. Show everybody how fucking how easy it is to do this shit. You know, you can sit here and just talk and hope and hope something fucking stupid doesn't come out of your mouth. Hope the words go together so that it makes fucking sense. Cause that's not easy at all. So, shout out to Victor and Forks Fighters and his cardio, his combat cardio shit he does. If you guys want to get in there, do some boxing, get in shape. Uh, look up Forks Fighters on Facebook, find out the address, show up. I'm there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, don't be afraid to approach me, approach Vic, just show up. Everybody is so cool there. Uh, PMA, Progressive Martial Arts, get in there, train with Grand Forks' only and newest jujitsu black belt, Ken Greer. Huge congrats to him again. I know I talked about it on the last one. I'm telling you guys, hit me up if you want me to give you a shout out, you want me to talk about anything, let me know. Uh, support your local content creator, support just any content creator, you guys find somebody playing video games, streaming, like it, you know, let them know you like it, uh, help them out, find a podcast you like, and just listening to it is all the support they need. And I cannot thank you guys enough for listening to the Dave cast. Uh, hit me up. You guys, if you want to be on the podcast, want to talk to me about anything, want me to talk about something you want me in a shout out. So I don't have to shout out the same two people or the same two, uh, you know, same two things every podcast. Let me know. Uh, hit me up. Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Dave's podcast on Facebook. And I'm Funny Welder on Instagram and everything else. So I love you guys for listening. I love you guys for the support. And until the next podcast, I guess. Just enjoy this one already. Jesus, Dave. Uh, enjoy you guys later. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm gonna be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Hey, what's up, you guys? It is January second. Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, you guys. And I'm trying to do what I said I was going to do and get them out consistently and keep them coming at you. Uh, uh, freaking, I'm trying to like stay away from politics. I was talking about a little bit this morning. I can't, I can't stop bringing up the fact that the hypocrisy from the left is ridiculous. Uh, they were attacking Trump for four years, not really playing ball with the with the right. You know what I mean? And I, I wasn't in in depth with all of the uh, the policies, all the bills they try to pass, and everything they did when they were combating each other and this and that. But it's like, our problem, man, and it starts now, right? Like, we just got a brand new president, but in the next four years, uh, they're going to combat it and just try to get their guy in office in 2024, whether it's Trump, which I think the left is trying to impeach him, so that way he can't run in 2024. They're so scared of that guy, and they hate him so bad. Uh, I get it. Sometimes, you know, his antics, uh, they just don't, I don't know, you know, it's like, I just, I think they don't want to be called out on their bullshit and Trump don't give a fuck, man. 
which is a problem, though. You know, when he he, he should have went out more presidential at the end. He lost the election. Yeah, he, you know, you could talk about the voter fraud and this and that. And I think there's voter fraud on both sides. I think there's voter fraud in every single election. So it is what it is, man. Uh, it's just... <laughs> All that every time I want to do a podcast, that's all that's on my mind is just politics. And uh, there's, you know, I, I want to try to tell more stories and get into more stuff. And hopefully, when I talk and ramble on and do my rants, I can get, I can get into some other stuff. Uh, what's going on with me this morning? This is some crazy shit, right? So it's six o'clock this morning. This is going to be country living for you guys. Uh, six o'clock this morning, uh, I woke up. And the back porch light was on. I look out there and Scorch. I see Scorch is our male cat sitting on the on the porch. And I go back there, open the door because I figured he wants in. And I see a there's a big fluffy black cat at first, you know, being half out of it, half asleep. I think that it's uh, I think it's Ivanka. But Ivanka and Scorch would never be sitting that close together. They hate each other for some weird reason. And I look closer and it's just this weird, really ratty looking freaking beat up black cat. And uh, those of you guys don't know, Scorch isn't fixed and neither is Luna. And yes, we are irresponsible pet owners and it is like a couple hundred bucks, at least 200 some dollars to get each of these cats fixed. And we haven't had the funds to do it. Yeah, Luna got pregnant and had some kitties. We were able to get rid of them. Uh, we really we really, being fosters and stuff, we really do believe in spay and neuter your pets. And we just financially, you know, the money's got to go other places right now and haven't been able to do it. So uh, after Luna had these kitties, uh, she started to go into heat and Scorch, I'd either leave him outside and I was super on top of it because we don't need any more kitties in, around this house. And the, <laughs> the craziest part is her brother and sister. Cats don't give a fuck. So we, I've been doing the best to keep them separated uh, when Luna's in the house and Scorch have to be, when they're in the house together, because I can't leave Scorch outside all the time. He's got to come in and eat. He's, uh, it's cold outside. So we got to bring him in every once in a while. Uh, I put Luna in a cage, which she doesn't seem to care. She's lazy in there and sleeps. Uh, I put uh, Scorch outside, like I said, to keep them separated and until we can get the funds to get one of them fixed or I've tried to give Scorch away a couple of times. We actually took him to my dad's in South Dakota. And as soon as he fucking gets there, he starts fighting all my dad's female cats right away. I don't know what it was about. He showed a lot of aggression towards them. And my dad loves his kitties. My dad, like, <laughs> I love my cats and I get it from my dad for sure. Uh, my dad loves his cats too. And I felt bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to leave this cat here. So we ended up bringing him back home. And he's here again. Well, I, I've done my best to keep him separated. I don't let Luna go outside. Well, she seemed like uh, her, her, her estrus cycle, her, her coming out of heat, uh, we had one away. And how do you, I don't know how to word that, right? Like the cat wasn't horny anymore. <laughs> so uh, we were letting her go back outside and stuff. And well, back to the story. I opened the door and here's this big black cat and Scorch. They're sitting really close to each other. And I'm sitting there wondering, like, is this another, is this a stray that rolled up? Like, it didn't really set into my mind, really, at first. And then I look over, and Luna's outside as well, the female that's probably going into heat again. I look over at her, and she's just sitting there watching. And I'm, like, telling Scorch, I'm like, come on, Scorch, come in the house. And he slowly turns, and then he turns back and looks at this cat again. Slowly turns, looks back at this cat again. 
And I kind of grab him and just throw him in the house. And I'm just looking at this cat, just staring at it, and it's staring at me. And I take like one step outside and it bolts. It runs to the corner of the house on the the opposite direction where Luna's at. And uh, I close the door. And I'm like, what the heck? Well, I stuck my head outside and I talked. I'm like, Luna, you coming in or not? Like, Luna, come on. You know, and she's like, just sits there and stares at me and doesn't want to come in the house. Uh, I close the door and then Scorch acts like he wants out again. Uh, I wasn't trying to let him out, but I open the door again and look over and I'm like, Luna, come on, come in the house. And that black cat had already made its way back to the de- the, the back patio, the back steps. And Scorch goes outside pounces on this fucking cat dude and it just starts black hair is flying and scorch is beating the piss out of it and i'm just like what the fuck you know and i uh i run outside and at this point they're like rolling down the side of the house like locked up with each other fighting and obviously it was another tomcat coming around because he was trying to sniff out luna and they're gonna end up they're fighting over her, i guess you know and i run up and i kind of like I kicked the black one, you know, because Scorch is my dude. And I kind of kicked the black one. Not, I'm not trying to, like, really hurt this cat. But I'm trying to separate them. And they get kind of separated. And all of a sudden, they just, there they go. The black one runs off. Scorch is on his ass. And they run around the other side of the house. I run into the house, grab my fucking flashlight, run outside, go to try to find him again. I hear him fighting in the front of the house. And I run out there, flashlight on. I see him. They take off running away from me again, and I go back in the house, and I'm like wearing, I have these Crocs that I bought at, uh, uh, I can show them to you guys if you're watching the video, I'm banging into shit. I got these Crocs, right? They're camouflage, they're cool. I normally wouldn't buy something camouflage, but I got them at Shields, and I'm not even a big Crocs fan, but they're insulated. So these are like my house shoes. And when you have pets like we do, and you have fosters and stuff, there's nothing worse than walking around your fucking house in the middle of the night and when it's dark and you step in something wet or you step in something fucking that feels like dog shit because it is dog shit, you know? So it's like I always wear these shoes. They're like my house shoes, but they're insulated. So like I can take the garbage out in them. I can go outside and start the car in them and I wear them nonstop all the time. They probably fucking stink. I don't smell them. Though. I don't really have a, I'm not really a stinky foot kind of guy. Uh, back when I used to wear work boots and stuff at P.S., feet would sink a little bit but anyway I go in I throw on my boots I throw on my jacket I throw on a hat and I go back outside I walk around the house a couple times I don't see these fucking cats all of a sudden in the distance uh towards the neighbor house to the east I hear them going at it again so here I go running over there and they're all tangled up on each other fucking just I don't know they weren't really fighting but they're just holding on to each other like they were wanted pull guard on him or something and they're just holding they're just holding tight and I like grab Scorch and I yank him off this fucking cat and he wants nothing to do with me like he's all fired up and I just hugged him and grabbed him and grabbed him by the scruff behind his neck and just to kind of control him you know and I took him back to the house and I threw him in the cage in the house because I'm like if we get in the house and he's in like fight mode is he gonna try to fight every cat in the house like he's gonna be he's gonna be jumpy you know what I mean he's like towards every cat in the house he's gonna want to fucking fight him I threw him in his cage. He was in there till this, like, probably around 10 or 11 o'clock today when I got back up again. I went back to sleep and slept in for a little while because that's what I do. You know? I uh, haven't seen the black cat since. 
But I thought I'd share that story with you guys how my morning went. Breaking up fucking cat fights in the yard. We gotta be responsible. If you guys wanna donate <laughs> some money, we can get our cats fixed. Or if you guys want a good male cat and you're trying to like uh, add to your bloodline or something, if you have a farm or whatever and you like having cats around for the rodents, keep rodents down and whatnot. You have outdoor cats and you're not, you know, worried about having babies all the time. Are people supposed to worry about that? Are you supposed to, I mean, I guess, right? Like, you don't, I don't know. We never fixed any of our animals growing up. Incest kitties. <laughs> you know, the dogs were easy to keep away from each other. They're all it's individual kennels. So if you had a female that went into heat, just keep her locked up until she, she would go out of heat. <sighs> yeah, that's our life out here right now. But I love these Crocs, though. Did I mention that? <laughs> I was never really even a Croc guy. Uh, Robin or somebody had Crocs around the house before, and I'd wear them around the house. I kind of like, I liked putting on like a winter pair of socks and then put Crocs on. So getting these insulated ones from Shields have been awesome. Uh, a few people have seen them, and they're like, man, you know, those are pretty cool. Where did you get them from? And I'm sure you could order them online. They were on sale. They were like $30. I got them for 15 bucks. Ah, uh, Jesus, what else is going on, you guys? Me and Mike went out ice fishing on the coolies. Uh, we put GoPros on, and we were, tr were trying to make some video content of us fishing. Uh, we're going to start a 22-a-day uh, outdoors uh, to bring awareness to uh, the veteran suicide. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, on average, I think it's like, I think it's more than 22 a day, but 22 veterans a day lose their battle with PTSD and the struggles that they have after uh, getting out of the service. A big part of it, man, is like, yeah, they see some shit, they go through some shit, but a lot of that stuff is very high paced, uh, just intense shit. Even like, even the job itself, when you're not in combat, when you're not deployed, uh, there's no really leeway. Your uniform's got to look the same. You got to be on time. Uh, if you're late, man, it really hurts your career. Like some of us have jobs after, you know, I was a civilian. I had a job. I, could, I showed up late. I remember the first time I was late to my job at PS Doors, my alarm didn't go off. And I texted Mark, uh, the lead welder and I was like bro I'm like my freaking alarm didn't go off I'm gonna be late he's like okay thanks for telling me I throw all my shit on and I gotta be to work by seven and I got there like 708 I really wasn't I'm I'm actually showing up at the same time other people were still walking in uh, there's guys that work there that show up at like 715 almost every day they're 15 minutes late every day if you did that in the military, like four, if you did that like three times, you'd really get hammered fourth time. Like they'd actually start taking rank money away, thinking about kicking you out of the military. Like that's how strict they can be about you being late, you know? And fuck, where was I going with this? Oh, the military and like the intensity of the job itself. It doesn't, might not sound that intense to me. It just was the way of life for a long time. That's why when I hear people bitching about wearing a mask, like, I don't want to go out and wear a mask. It's like, dude, I had to fucking wake up every day, shave my face every day. Like, I know some people wake up and shave every day for their job. Maybe it's just to look better or your job, you know, wants you to be more presentable or whatever. But if I didn't shave my face, man, like, I'm getting in trouble. Same shit as being late. Like, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And they make it a big deal. And I got to wear my uniform and it's got to look good. It's got to look a certain way. Uh, I got to have my gear set up a certain way. You got to do everything a certain way. You know what I mean? Like they just drill it into you so bad. It's like you get out 
and you you ha- you no longer have that intensity uh, or you go into a civilian job and it drive it, dude I drove me nuts at first watching people showing up late uh, all the time and nothing ever happening uh, people like just half assing everything it's it just it just gets to you after a while you know and like i'm not saying that's why people that's what causes like the suicide rates in veterans to be high but it's living a lifestyle of that intensity uh you feel like you're you know you're accomplishing something being in the military you feel special and then you get out and you no longer have that feeling well you got to find things to make up for that or whatever, and it's really hard for a lot of veterans. You know, I did 14 years in the Air Force to try to change after I got out. It's crazy, and then it's like, I have all this anxiety, which I didn't even know was anxiety before, and then finally somebody's like, dude, you're all anxiety. That's what you're, you think you're hyper, you think you're just a, you know, go all the time kind of person. That's your anxiety, and I didn't even realize that for a long time. Like, anxiety, who the fuck, you know I mean? It just, I'm like, I don't have anxiety, I'm good. It's just, I'm just a spaz. But it was my anxiety. I just realized I have my headphones on still, which is whatever. I guess maybe it looks me makes me look more. I don't know, <laughs> DJ ish. For those of you guys who are listening to the audio, I'm start. I'm making a video for all these now on. So if you guys want to go on to my YouTube, it's just Dave Helmbrecht's YouTube, and uh, I'll have the I'll post them up on there. If you guys want to watch me, some people say I'm funner to watch because I have like this. You can see my facial expressions. I don't talk with my hands too bad, but I do a little. Uh, the 22 a day, uh, and I, I'm right there with that shit, man. Like, I, I just struggle. I just don't feel, um, I don't feel I have a purpose like I did when I was in the military, you know. And, you know, and I started working on a job, and my purpose there was to do the best I can and prove to them that I'm awesome and I can work my way up. And when, and then you do that and then everybody around you gets the same raise as you and you're showing up on time, showing up early, putting in the extra work, doing a, a, a great job while other people are still drunk at work, hung over at work, not getting shit done, fucking shit up. And you, they get the same raise as you. And it just, at the end of the day, it just, I don't know, it gets really really wears on you, you know, like part of me is like, man, I, I, when I got out, I really was like, I really regretted getting out at first. I don't regret it anymore, man. Like I don't miss the way the military treated people and did stuff, but 22 a day, man. And like I said, I, I struggle with it all the time. I have no idea why my mind, I mean, I have, I know why now, but for the longest time, I'm just like, man, do other people think about killing themselves like almost every day? It crosses my mind almost every day. And not just like, man, I suck. I don't want to be here anymore. Or I just, you know, it is like planned out to a T. Like, I'm going to do it this way. And I, you know, I'm, and sometimes I make jokes about it where I'm like, I'm going to, you know, make it, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to hit my, I'm going to kill myself with a hammer. <laughs> I'm going to be the first guy to like kill my, I laugh about it. I'm sorry, you guys. And I know it's serious. And when I bring it up around certain people, they're just like, I don't know what to say to that. Are you joking? And so if you guys are around people and, you know, you don't know what to say, you just got to point them in the right direction. You're like, man, you talk about suicide a lot. I know you seem like you're joking, but there's probably a reason why. And that was me for a long time. And, and it, But it starts to wear on you, man. Like, I'm just like, there's times where I couldn't lay my head down when it's like all I can think about is like, why do I want to be here anymore? Like, I've dug myself into this crazy hole of debt, 
crazy hole of just failed relationship after relationship. I no longer have a job, you guys. My career pretty much ended already. Can't be a. And I, I chose this second career. I went balls balls deep into it. You know, I, I went to welding school. I got I got a welding diploma, all these certifications, and it's like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to weld again. Not as much as I welded before. It sounds like a snowplow is going by outside, but there's no snow, so I don't know what that is. Distractions, you guys. I get distracted too easily. What was I going to talk about? So yeah, the suicide thing, man. I, I won't try to get into it too much with you guys, but I try to be real on here, and it's not like a cry for help. Don't be like, poor Dave and this and that. Like I'm trying to really deal with it. And, and just, you know, and ignoring it never helped, you know, or, or thinking like, ah, everybody probably thinks this way. And I'm just the only idiot that brings it up and talks about it, you know, and it's heavy. It's really heavy to put on other people. I used to joke about it at PS all the time. And eventually somebody's like, you joke about killing yourself a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I think about it a lot. And I know it's not laugh. It's nothing to laugh about, but that's how I deal with it. That's how I cope. You know, and when it comes up in my mind, I'm like, dude, my mind is out of its mind. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing to say. But uh, I've been watching a bunch of shows. I've been watching documentaries. Uh, I'm watching one called Captured right now. It's about all these, it's just a bunch of different stories about all these people who were taken hostage. Uh, there's one about a prison in Ohio that was... Uh, they had a, a riot and all the, a bunch of the guards were taken hostage and it, it's just batshit crazy. I fell asleep watching it last night. I got to finish that one. I watched one where these two um, uh, missionaries got taken. Uh, they were captured by a terrorist group in the Philippines. For over a year they were taken. And it, it's crazy. It's like when I was a veteran and when I was overseas, not even in the combat zones, like you could be in Qatar, you could be... Uh, when I was in Turkey, uh, you don't know, like, if you're going to get targeted by a group that knows, like, look, okay, this guy here, he's obviously in the military, even if I wasn't wearing a uniform, like, in Turkey or something, they're like, they know by the haircut, they know by, you're an American, there's, you know, if they snatch up an American, there's a really good chance that they're going to be a military, you know, so I thought about that a lot, you know, and then it's like when I was in, you know, uh, in Iraq, a lot of times when shit hit the fan and stuff was going on, I had a dog and I, and they told me, well, you just roll your fucking dog, you know, like you get your ass down air force and we'll fucking, we'll protect you and we'll, we'll take care of the shit. And they did, man. Like these army guys were just, they're a bunch, they seem like a bunch of idiots, but when shit hit the fan, they, their training just kicks in and it's like muscle memory to them. And they just go, 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 which is really cool to see. So, but in my mind, I'm like, dude, what if like all these guys get fucked up and here I am hiding in this ditch, you know, with my dog, just making sure, you know, we're good and Al Qaeda or whoever fucking comes up and they grab me and fucking take me and my dog or kill my dog, whatever they would do. And I'm, I'm, and I'm a POW man. And it's like, it's crazy to think like, are they going to, are they going to cut your head off on a video? Uh, are they good, to, you know what I mean? And these are terrorist groups. They don't want ransom, you know. They're just going to use you to send a message. So I've been trying to think of like these jokes. I, I try to think of these jokes. Like if you got, if I was a POW, like would I be this hard ass where I spit in their faces when they're like trying to like talk shit to me or like 
try to get information out of me. It's like, USA, blah, you know, fuck you guys. I ain't telling you nothing, you know, while they fucking electrocute you or torture you. That doesn't sound fun at all, man. It's like, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. <laughs> you know, I mean, here I am, this Air Force, Security Forces, K-9 Handler. Like, what if they're just like, what are the nuclear codes? We know you, you We know you were stationed at Minot. And it's like, nuclear codes, man. Like, I couldn't remember the fucking code of the padlock on my gear locker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you tell them? Could you imagine, like, you're... A POW or you're held hostage and their people are like trying to get information out of you that you have no idea what it is and they continually think you know. I don't know the code to get into the bank vault. We know you know and they stab you in the leg a bunch of times. You're like, I don't know. Like, we know you're lying. We're going to crack you. I don't know. (laughs) Start making up codes and hoping you guess right. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. And then part of me is like, you know what? What if you get captured, you're a POW, you're a hostage, and you just tell them, you know what, you guys? I'm, I'm going to be on your side. I don't like the military, you guys. Look at it. They, they make me fucking wear this uniform every day. They yell at me. You know, I don't get the performance reports and stuff that I feel like I deserve. Look at you guys. I have a beard, man. They make me shave every day. If I join you guys, I can grow a cool beard. You know, I'll be on your guys' side. I can give you guys all the, the inside information. This is stuff you're telling them so they stop torturing you, you know. And I feel like, you know, they like if somebody, like, turns into an imposter. Like, we'll turn this military guy against his own people, you know. And they're probably thinking I'm going to strap a fucking vest covered in C4 and ball bearings to this guy and send him back to base. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's the shit I think about sometimes. Especially watching these capture shows. Uh, me and Robin are watching a show on Netflix called uh, Atypical. It's a pretty cool show. Michael Rappaport is the dad. I love Michael Rappaport. I used to listen to his podcast all the time. Uh, it's about their son's autistic. And he wants to get into dating. And it's, it's a cool show. It's really interesting. So Atypical on Netflix. If you guys want to give that a shot. <sighs> Politics, you guys. There's so much going on with it. The left doesn't want to play ball with the right now. Or the right doesn't want to play ball with the left now, and the left doesn't want to play right. You know, I, I got back into politics. It's hypocrisy at its finest, man. They are too busy fighting with each other to help us. So what do we do? What do we do? Do we storm a Capitol building? We burn down cities? Why are you calling me, Richie? You guys are going to hear that come through the audio uh, on the... Uh, on the video, you guys on the uh, if you guys are listening to the audio only on SoundCloud or whatever podcast platform you listen to it on, you won't uh, you won't hear that. But my brother was trying to call me on Facebook. Probably wants to play some video games. Uh, me and Richie have been playing a lot of Warzone. Done streaming. I thought about like bored today. I was like, you know what? I could play. I could just stream for like just go up and go live and play some Mario. If people want to stop by and say hi, they can. Like I'm not doing it to. You know, making me money. I got a Facebook deposit from from the donations that I did get. It was like 110 bucks out of nowhere today. So I think that was like out of all the donations I got the whole time I was streaming in like a year. So $100 a year is pretty good, right? I can make a living off of that. Buy a couple tanks of gas. 
Are gas prices going to go up? Everybody's talking about that too. I don't know, man. I'm Like I said, you guys, I'm just an interesting moron. I'll start talking about stocks and other shit. And like, I was reading some stuff on Dogecoin, which is another cryptocurrency. It's like Bitcoin's the big one, Litecoin. And then you have Dogecoin, which kind of started as like a joke or like a lighthearted cryptocurrency. These An Australian and an American guy started. And it right now is at like three cents. Uh, it's three cents like a coin, I think. Yeah. Uh, to put that in perspective, it's like $35,000 for one Bitcoin right now, and Dogecoin is three cents a coin. Uh, but guys on Reddit that are, you know, do, I don't know if you guys heard about the GameStop shit. I know I talked about it on a previous podcast. All these guys got together, gamers, millennials, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I don't actually know how they did it, but they, I don't know if they just started buying stock or what they did, but they boosted that game, the GME or the GameStop stock up, fucking over a whole bunch of hedge funders and shit. Don't make me try to explain it again because I really don't. I've, Dude, I've watched videos. I read about it and I still really don't fucking know what the hell's going on. But a bunch of millionaires got fucked over and nobody feels bad for them. I don't. But anyway, this Dogecoin. So there's a Reddit thing. Is to, they're, trying to, uh, they're trying to boost Dogecoin up. And they're like, we're going to try to get it up to a dollar. So if I buy some, you know, it's at three cents right now. I'm trying to wait for it to go down, and I was going to buy like $20 worth or something, just to see. Because if I bought $20 at $0.03 cents a share, and it goes up to a dollar, I make $0.97 cents times 20 180 roughly, a couple hundred bucks. Now, it's, it's worth a shot, right? I spent 20 bucks on other crap I probably don't need. I quit the nicotine for a couple days and back on it. I just feel like I need something, you guys. What is up with addiction? Caffeine and nicotine right now. It is what it is. At least I'm not smoking crack or smoking weed. Weed's not bad. Weed's not bad. I'm still big pro weed guy. I hope it goes legal soon. I know Minnesota's talking about recreational. See how that goes. South Dakota. Somebody from South Dakota hit me up and tell me if they already like uh is recreational event implemented in South Dakota? Like they have dispensaries and stuff now? I might have to move to South Dakota. <laughs> Loved weed, you guys. Weed helped me with my sleep issues, my nightmare issues. Uh, I didn't. Ta- I haven't talked about it much on here, and I I got nothing to hide anymore, right? Uh, a lot of it I didn't talk about because I worked at the time a couple different jobs that would have cracked down on me, uh, and you know I'm not proud of you know breaking the rules or doing what I did back in the day, but it's said and done now, man. And I'm over a year clean and sober. I want a drink. <laughs> so often I'm like, can I have a drink? Can I just, what if I smoke weed and drink only during the podcast? I would be doing like two podcasts a day <laughs> and they'd be terrible or they'd be funny and ridiculous, you guys. I don't know. But it, the biggest reason and the, the craziest part about it is the biggest reason that I continue to stay clean and sober is because of my streak. It's like I'm leveling up every day, you know. January 13th was a year creeping up on a year and a year and a month. I don't want to break that streak cuz it's like if I go I can go to the fridge right now, grab a drink, drink it, and then tomorrow's day is it day 1 again? Day 0, day 1 starting over. You know, and it's it's because of the streak. It's not because I don't want to start drinking cuz it'll financially hurt me. It'll mentally hurt me. 
physically hurt me probably. Like, I just, you know, I just want to break the streak. <laughs> when do I break the streak? That's what eats away at me is like this life. I have this one fucking life. Drugs and alcohol are fun. <laughs> when can I do them again? Do I got to get a little bit older? I don't know. We'll see, man. Federally legal. When the weed goes federally legal and it's just fair game, you know, it's like drinking a soda, having a beer, smoking a joint. <laughs> All right, you guys, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. I seriously appreciate it. I'm going to keep these coming and you guys just keep listening. Keep giving me your feedback. Ask me about anything. You guys send me a message, davespodcast1 at gmail.com, davespodcast on Facebook. I am Dave Helmer on Facebook, funny welder on everything else. I'm no longer streaming and I don't know. Like I said, I might, I might do a stream here and there just for shits and giggles, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want me to shout you out, you want me to talk about something on here that, uh, that you guys think is awesome and I, and I might find it interesting and awesome. Let me know. Seriously. Do not be afraid to hit me up. I'm seriously thinking about doing some Zoom calls uh, or like through Discord or, or something. You know what I mean? Like do podcasts with people that aren't in the area that want to be on. I, I've had people all the time hit me up and they just live so far away. Uh, my buddy Brandon from high school who's been a huge supporter. He's the voice of the MMA Minute. Uh, I think he'd be fun to have on. He seems he's, he's, he was an interesting person growing up and he's, I think he's a pretty interesting person now from some of the stuff he posts. Obviously, we've grown apart. We like haven't seen each other since high school. But he is a huge supporter. I think he'd be fun to have on. Uh, he talks well, obviously. <laughs> He's got a great voice, announcer voice. We have to talk about that. Like, Where did that come from, Brandon? Uh, thanks for all your support, brother. I appreciate it. And the rest of you guys, thank you. So many people I could shout out. So many people that, that, that keep listening, that bug me when they don't get a new one. Uh, my buddy Jesus is talking about being the producer of this. And uh, maybe me and him could start our own little podcast on the side. Like my Dave cast can be just me solo podcast and that's the way it's been. And then I can just start one uh, with somebody else. I talked to Victor and some guys at the gym about me, Victor, and maybe a couple other guys could get together and just do an MMA podcast every once in a while. Uh, maybe during the week uh, prior to a big fight or something or a Sunday, the day after the fights and we can talk about uh, what we thought of the fight card from the previous day or something. You know, it's easy, man. You just got to sit down and record your voice. And and, and the thing with it, man, if, if it doesn't take off and I don't, you know, it doesn't become a really popular podcast, uh, I don't really care. I just hope that I'm entertaining you guys. Uh, I hope that I give you guys another, a different perspective on, on the way to look at things. I hope I can make you laugh. And uh, it's it's easy, man. You guys can start your own podcast. And one way, I, another way I look at it, man, is I'm I'm archiving. I'm documenting so much shit. In 100 years, my great-great-grandkids are going to be able to get on a computer or whatever they have then, you know. The chip in their brain will like, video of DaveCast 102. They can watch their great-great-grandpa sit here and talk like an idiot. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Later.